So if you put your hands together, make Chris feel welcome. He's going to share his testimony. Praise God. My, uh, my, my first Bible was a, um, a Catholic Bible, because it's a bit longer. I didn't know that. And um, I was sharing at a, uh, I was in year 11, I went to a Christian group they had it at school. I'm telling them all about like Maccabees, and I'm reading from there, and I read from Bell and the Dragon. <laughs> if you haven't got a Catholic Bible, you should grab one, it's, it's awesome. There's some bonus material. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and they didn't go, oh, Chris, that's like, what crazy stuff are you up to or anything? They just withdrew from me. And basically I was like, outcast, I'd be like this crazy Bible. Anyway, it was a learning experience. It was good to have a dance. I haven't danced since um, George, and George and Banoff <laughs> told us to do the healing dance. So I did. You, you dance in the centre, you get healed, you know. And I, I tore my calf. <laughs> <laughs> at the end he goes does anybody else need healing and I, I, that's, he's like a vampire version of Georgian and I, I, I went up and said yeah he goes what happened I said oh I tore my calf during the healing dance <laughs> and you know when George was there he's going <laughs> and, and Georgian just he did that face like, the stop the meeting face like anyway that's my little story there um the first thing I want to say is uh, thank you. I am going on the plane, but not for another couple of weeks. Well, it won't be that long. Um, but <laughs> and I am going on the plane, and I've been overseas for about three and a half years. And I was coming home, and um, I was mainly in uh, Rob Rufus's church in Hong Kong, if you know Rob Rufus. And um, God gave me a dream. He gives me dreams uh, uh, about cities, and he uses the church of that city. So he uses a, a woman in that picture. And, um, and God gave me a picture of the church in Hong Kong. It was this beautiful, beautiful bride. And I wasn't able to touch her. And God warned me, don't, don't kiss her, don't touch her. Don't, but it was, like, it was like my bride. But I wasn't able to even able to touch her. And God was saying, don't let your heart go out to the church of Hong Kong. You know that you're not going to stay there. And I was thinking, what's going to happen? And I was coming back to Adelaide, and I knew I was going to go to the Field of Dreams. But I've never been here. I didn't know anything about it. So I get back to Adelaide and probably forget... And I'm uh, at my friend's house, and I said, "Oh, look, you know, I'm just looking for a church." He goes, "Oh, let me tell you one church not to go to." <laughs> he said, "Don't go to fill the dreams. A whole church based on dream interpretation whacked." I went, "Oh, that's right." <laughs> so um, my mum is here, and I came to see Surprise Tito, and I've been here ever since. And um, I want to say thank you. Um, what you have here is unique and it's truly like if you can use the term world class it's not a good term to use but it's, it's yeah it's so much, there's so much space here and that's what I needed after travelling and I just needed space and you give so much room for God and so much space and um, I see people here and uh, uh, I watch Adrian preach and you have to download at you know t- 10 megabytes a second to for Adrian to hear what Adrian's saying and I'm like five kilobytes like, like I'm, I'm on dial-up and everyone else is here is, is on ADSL broadband and I'm just I just need so much time and but you've got so much time here and uh, it's really quite unique and I'm just I just used to sit 
and just, you know, the more you soak, the more sponge can pick up each time. It's a bit like that. Uh, I remember after Jason Westerfield um, went to home group and everyone's talking about experiences they had and how their spirit went travelling and all these things. Everyone's giving a testimony. It came around to me and went, my testimony is if I didn't know you, I would have left. Because <laughs> what you were saying is so far removed from my, my reality. But uh, thank you, because you have fought and fought and stood and stood and stood for something. And I've come and just taken of it. Yeah. And so thank you very much. Now I'm going away for five months. So if you could birth revival whilst I'm away, that'd be very good. <laughs> I'll come back, I'll be tanned, relaxed, and uh, we'll be off. Um, I want to share my testimony. Uh, and first I'm going to give testimony of this testimony. Um, it's a very simple testimony that God healed me. Uh, yeah, awesome. And um, but from this, I put this testimony up on the net. It was all good. And life was, I got healed and life was cruising. And then I put my testimony on the on the net, and then <laughs> and like you know, you you, you break your le- you rip your leg in the healing service, like everything, <laughs> just just went crazy from there. But from this testimony, so many things have happened, and they normally are people who have been robbed. Um, that were going strong for God and then something happened and it took them out either an emotional thing a soul thing a physical thing and they've read my testimony on, on the internet don't know me sent me a, a message I prayed for them over Skype and instantly uh, instant change instant change and um, there was one lady last Sunday after last Sunday went home and there was a message on my Skype so I rang up this, rang up this lady and she just, you know, sick and all these things going on. She didn't tell me anything. So I just prayed for her. And like, I prayed for her reproductive system. It's not really what you do for someone you, you don't know. And all people you do know, actually. But it's... Uh, <laughs> and, and she didn't know what was wrong with her. Anyway, she went to the doctors the next day and they said, we found a, a, can- a tumour in, in, in your womb. And uh, they said, if you didn't find it, like within weeks, it would be a hysterectomy case. And she ran me back up and said, this is what happened since you prayed for me. We prayed again and that was on Monday night and the operation was on Tuesday this Tuesday coming but last Monday we prayed for her on Monday night and she's had no symptoms whatsoever like the symptoms have just disappeared completely <laughs> so on two days the doctors will confirm um, uh, another person rang me up that just completely fatigued out and um, we prayed and this, this girl was abused horrendously from ages about two to seven and she's been terrified of intimacy, terrified of men, terrified of marriage. And we prayed for her and bang, instantly it all left. And she said, I just, I have a desire to be married. I, d- I desire it. Like it just, it all left. And it's, it's all robbery and it's come back. And there's many things. Um, one more was a, a, a person who was uh, a worship leader and run, run a band, evidently well known. I, don't, I didn't know them, but <laughs> evidently they're, they're well known. I talked to other people, like, oh, really, that person? And um, they got married young, and the marriage broke up within a year, and that was it. Thank you, God. Thanks for nothing. I've given my whole life to you. And they basically left God for 10 years, and they were worship leader. They wouldn't, even, they wouldn't listen to worship music, they couldn't even handle listening to worship music. Prayed, and from the testimony this is and then bang everything's back back full stream singing worshipping driving a car seeing visions 
I'm just giving testimony of the, of the testimony. <laughs> and the testimony is this. Um, I was quite sick as, as, a, as a child, got in and out of sickness, lots of allergies and, and eczema and asthma and all those things. Um, it's a dip in and out of cycles. And uh, in 04, um, I, at, my life was going really well. I've been offered a, a, a management position for a million dollar turnover business, especially the, the boss's place. Uh, I've been offered a full-time ministry position in a, a, a large church. I had bought my house. I, so many things were going well in 04. And December 04, it all came crashing down through a situation that I think took my soul out. And by May 05, I quit my job because I couldn't work because I was just fatigued. I was sleeping 16 hours a day. And the hours I'm awake, they weren't awake hours. I was just like survival hours. And um, uh, and I dipped and out, and this time I dipped and I never came out, and it just took everything. So I, I had lost my job, I uh, had to leave my church, had to move back to my parents' house outside of town. Uh, I didn't have a car, I did have a car, but I didn't drive, and I, I basically just slept. And my body's got worse and worse and worse, and we thought, oh, three months off, and you know, I'll be back at it. <laughs> and after three months. I was just deteriorating and I just smelt the whole time. You could just smell me. I smelt like, like basically death or sickness. My room smelt. I had to change my sheets every three days, just sweat. And my body just stopped and my digestive system just stopped. So all the food just stops inside you and then it just rots and then it doesn't come out. It comes out through your skin actually. It comes back and like just, it was, it was just a most horrendous. And this is like a year and a half of this. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Um, I tell you lots, lots of stories that just demonstrate how hard it was but um, I had done the right thing my whole life Christian wise I had um, uh, I've never slept around I didn't do drugs I, I was in church I um, ran youth groups I ran home groups I did mission trips I um, honoured God I did all, all these things not to impress God not to earn from God but just because that's what that's what a godly thing to do was and then my whole life ended like this. I had all these things, da, 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 and everything was doing the way it should. Like you, you, you invest, and there's sowing, and there's reaping, and, and uh, God's establishing me, and, and it all got taken uh, in a week, pretty much, in a week. And um, there was other things too that got taken, but I can't talk about them because they involve other people. But, um, but lots of things. It's, it's dramatic. And people think, wow, that's, that's like Job. He had everything taken. But no, Job didn't curse God. So we're different. <laughs> uh, I, um, I, uh, I told God pretty plainly um, how I felt by the end of it. By the end of the one and a half years, my, my language changed when I first got sick to about one and a half years. And um, the cruelty of sickness isn't actually the sickness. The cruelty of sickness is that it preaches to you. It tells you lies constantly every day you wake up and you fall asleep two or three times a day. Every time you wake up, you wake up into sickness and sickness gives you permission what you can do that day and, um, and you feel ill and you feel sick and you smell and you're sweating and you're exhausted and you can't think and it's the next day and the next day you get worse and worse every day. And the doctors tell you, look, this is genetic. This is, uh, this is it. Uh, this is the best day of your life because this is genetic. And so tomorrow's going to be a worse day, technically, because it's regressive. You're going to get worse and worse and worse. And in 06, uh, the doctors told me, that's it. You're going to have to go live in a, in a white room, in a hospital white room. That might extend your life by six months. I go see some doctors, and the doctors say, 
how did you drive here on this, these test results? Uh, you're so sick. Went to a doctor in Hong Kong for three hundred dollars for thirty minutes, something, and he said, "Yeah, you're beyond me. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, this is." And I see other doctors, and they say, "You are the worst case of this we've ever seen." And they get specially got a specialist in from Melbourne to see me for free out of medical interest, <laughs> because <laughs> anyway. One time, uh, a doctor said to me, "This is it. Um, we'll take, send you into a. We're going to put you in the white room, hospital white white room. Uh, what, you know, because you've got no immune system. That's it. Whatever you get next, you're out." I'm thinking, oh, a hospital is the last place I want to be, but, but um, Western medical system. But it was pretty, it was pretty crushing. Um, and I got back in my car, and um, you know, I didn't want to talk to God. I didn't want to do anything because God had had abandoned me. That's the cruelty of, of sickness. It lies to you, it tells you mistruths about God, and that separates you from everything. And that's that's the that's the end result. And um, I and Pete. Pete Murray's song um, Opportunity was on the radio and said, you know, it's talking about if you don't take opportunities now, they're going to pass you by. And I thought, you know, the world's preaching to me, I'm going to go with the world because it's actually God, but because I wasn't listening to God, so he has to use the radio. I'm not making a theology out of that. But, um, <laughs> and uh, I said, I told, rang up and told the doctor, I said, I'm not going to the White Room, I'm going to go to Cambodia. <laughs> He's like, well, I can't. <laughs> He's wiping my hands, his hands on me, because I have no immune system. And I went on a two-week trip to Cambodia, which ended up to be about three and a half years during the world, travelling around the world. Uh, in which time God opened up many, many things to me. But I was still very ill as I travelled. Uh, I remember going to Mexico. I was in Mexico for 12 days, and I left my hotel once. So I was just in a hotel, in a hotel bed. And um, I remember going to Spain and thinking, I'm going to die here in Spain. Uh, I just, every time I wake up, I was so sick, I wake up, it's like, oh, I'm awake. Oh, we'll go down and get some food, eat the food, and that's your energy for the, for the day. And you go back to your tiny Madrid hotel room and, and hot, and you just go to sleep and just wonder if, if you'll wake up. And um, it just kept going that way. And after about a year, I realised I wasn't going to die. I was still, still going, but I was still sick. And um, I came back here at Christmas time, and um, still ill. And I, just, I couldn't comprehend. I couldn't imagine still being ill. When I travelled, God did everything, opened up all these doors. Um, I'll be at Rob's church. I accidentally met Carrie Blake. You know who he is. We went to dinner together, and he prayed for me. I went to a seminar, um, and I got this guy. I guess he was in his fifties. Be my prayer partner. So we prayed and prayed, and that my prayer partner was Bill Johnson. I didn't, I didn't know who he was. I just, I just things like this kept happening, but nothing happened. I end up, so I ended up going to Bethel and stayed there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yes, yes, I met yeah, Elijah, yeah, I met him in Japan, yeah. Sunday, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, wherever his name is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met I met that guy. I didn't know he was famous, and I had dinner with this with this guy, and he, he prophesied over me, put it on tape, and but nothing changed. Like nothing ever changes, nothing ever changes. I went and so to go to Bethel. I spent three weeks in Bethel, and you go to the prayer meetings and the healing service, and the walk away sick is it, it, absolutely crushing. And that preaches to you again. It tells you that God is distant or he's not interested. Uh, there's something inherently wrong with you. And you know you can't strive, but if nothing's happening, you've got to do something. And it's just, just the worst. When I came back here, I was pretty crushed. Come back to my parents' basement, basically, in my old bed, 
I'm 34, I'm still sick, <laughs> leaving my parents, unemployed, and every day is a battle to keep your emotions together, keep your soul together. If you lose that, you lose everything. So I don't believe God's good, although I'll profess it, there's, there's no belief in here. But you can't go that way and say God's bad, or, and so there's this, this imaginary middle place <laughs> that you're just trying to hold, hold on to this ground. And um, it was very, very distressing. I, and um, when I was travelling, I, I didn't care if I lived or, or I died, because I thought, well, when I travelled, it wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to go travel with God. It's like, well, I might as well die overseas. That's why, that's why I travelled. I got to Israel, and people go, do you want to go through the desert? I go, yeah, let's go through the desert. Because <laughs> I, just, I just paid the full medical insurance cover, because if I died, I'd, I'd find my body back, and that was, and that was pretty much the, the plan behind it. And so it wasn't a big step of faith. It was just nihilism, basically. But God is faithful, and God's got a plan. And God doesn't respond to you at all. He initiates. He, he initiates. My, you know, that, you used to preach in the attitude that attracts God. <laughs> My attitude didn't attract God. And he was constantly good to me. I was completely removed from church. I wasn't preaching. I wasn't reading my Bible. I wasn't praying. I wasn't leading the home group. I wasn't even being good. I wasn't even saying thank you. And God's goodness was, was consistent all the way through. Completely detached from my actions for who I was. Anyway, that's the point being is on April 20... I'm going to do, when I got back I was so sick I could do one thing a day I'd go see my friends for lunch or um, I'd have a, I used to have Epsom salt baths to remove the toxins from my body because I wouldn't remove any other way so I'd go to the bath and have these salt baths and count the bath and the bath is filthy dirty and there's filthy ring around it because it just pulls all this stuff out so today was salt bath day because once you had your salt bath you were wiped and that was it till the next day so I'm having a salt bath and just sitting there, laying there, and it went cold. And I, went, and I just, to have some sort of Christianity, I, just, I didn't live with God, so I just had to check in, like, you know, like your mobile phone checks in. So I'd say, God, anything? Like, <laughs> 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 well, that's, that's just how it was. I said, God, anything? I just felt to stand up. Well, you know, no one else is here, so, so I thought I'd stand up. Don't, you know... <laughs> So I'm in the bath, and the bath is tiny. The bath is about, so it's, it's a knees up bath, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, so I'm, I'm in my knees up bath like this. I feel the stand up, and the shower is there, the shower, glass shower wall. So I stand up, and as soon as I stand up, I'm dizzy, and it starts spinning, and I feel, I feel my world's just crashing in like this. And I'm standing up, and I thought, oh no, I'm going to black out. But this impulse to stand up stay with me, so I was fighting it. And my rational brain's going, what are you doing? Just sit down. And I'm fighting. And so I grab onto the, the shower side. I'm standing like this, holding, holding. And my brain goes, you're going to black out. You know, sit down. And I think, oh, sit down. Blacked out. I wake up, sitting in the bath, quite comfortably, my knees up like this, my hands by my side. There's water everywhere. My, my laptop, which was in the bathroom, was, was trashed. Like you could pour, I had to pour the water out of it. So I must have hit the water, must have hit pretty hard. I didn't fall forward, I didn't fall sideways. I didn't hit my head on the row of tiles behind me. I just sat, you know, went down. Water went everywhere. And I wake up just feeling really comfortable. I came through to, probably a millisecond later, I don't, I don't know. And um, I thought, I'm supposed to stand up. I didn't think I nearly killed myself in the bathtub. I thought, I'm supposed to stand up. So I went to stand up, and as I'm standing up, my brain kicks in, you know, careful. I went, huh! And I, I stood up, and I just 
stood up. I'm, I'm feeling good. I feel strong. So I get out of the bath. I clean down, <laughs> down the whole bathroom and tip the water out of my laptop. And I'm going downstairs. And this time I was so sick. Like we live on Linear Park. I don't go down Linear Park. It's too exhausting. We live on Linear Park. <laughs> it was too exhausting for me to go to Linear Park and to come back. Okay. So this is how, t- this is how little nervous energy or energy I had. And I stand up. I feel strong. I'm walking down the stairs down to my room, and I feel really strong. And I get down, and I see the treadmill, and I think, oh, I'm going to go for a run. <laughs> I'm dressed by this stage, uh, so I get, <laughs> I get, <laughs> I get, <laughs> come on, I get the, uh, the the treadmill out, and I, I pull the blanket off. We don't, <laughs> no one's using it. And I silicon it up. And I smell the silicon, and all the alarms go off because I was so toxic that if a car drove past, I'd actually I'd feel sick because I'm just so toxic load. And I smell the silicon, all my alarms are going off. Like silicon, you can smell fumes. This is going to knock you out. This is the end. Like, if I smell fumes, that's the end of the day, like that. And um, I thought, no, it doesn't affect me. I just it's like a, a new truth. So I get in the on, on the treadmill, I run three k's. And, yeah. And. Um, so I went to bed. I got up the next day. I felt strong again. I ran another three, I ran three and a half k's. And by the weekend, I was running four k's in 20 minutes, which is pretty pretty quick. Yeah, um, yeah. So and just the strength returned to me. And all these foods I could that would just wipe me out before. If I had uh, white flour, that my body just couldn't handle the up or the down. If I had a coffee, it'd be up, doom, down. Because my body couldn't handle, was so weak, couldn't handle the change. On the public holiday Monday, which is the Anzac Day Monday. I just went on a, a binge. It was crazy. I just had coffees and, 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 and donuts and, and lollies and chocolate and pasta. Woke up next day, went for a run. It was just absolutely, I couldn't believe it, amazing. And so I thought, I'm going to go on a two-week um, bakery binge, which lasted for about... <laughs> it lasted for about three months. That's <laughs> but I went, I went for a swim in a, in a chlorine swimming pool, which is something I hadn't done for over a decade. I, went, I had a spa with my friends. I have something I haven't done for over a decade. I, um, all these things, just simple things. But doing two things a day. I could go to lunch and then see someone after lunch. It was like really, it was just absolutely amazing. You didn't have to plan life, you didn't have to plan the next thing. But the point is, my life was cruising. I got taken out. How you want to interpret that? Reasons, whatever, it's not really important. And in a moment, God restored me. And I wasn't being prayed for by anyone. I was by myself. And, you know, talk about not striving. I was in the, bar, in the warm bath. And, you know, you came naked to God. Like I, had, I had nothing, abs- absolutely nothing. And God restored me in that minute. And it wasn't so much He healed my body, it was like He took sickness from me. Does that make sense? I, my body wasn't like. But sickness left, and I felt the energy. Energy seemed to flow before. Before it just seemed to disappear. This energy would disappear, and now it just, well, it just sat. And now energy didn't. It just stayed in my body, and just. And I remember the, my first nap. Because um, I, I laid down, I was tired one day. I thought, oh, you know, fear hits you again. You feel the symptoms. Oh no, what's this? I just thought, oh, I'll just sit down. I remember falling asleep on the couch for about 20 minutes. I came through and had energy, like a nap. It works, like. <laughs> I never <laughs> it's all new new things for me and the point being is I put that up on the net uh, that testimony and it has had effects all, all uh, through the world mainly in South Africa people from South Africa keep calling me and um, so what I want to do now is pray 
And because there's a thing, there's, there's things that have been stolen from us and lost from us. They've been, they've been taken from us. It's a theft. It's a robbery. And I don't care why. I don't care if you've made very bad decisions. I don't care if very bad things happen to you. The point is the cross has paid for, for it all. And, um, and, and, and this, this, this uh, is the power. I, we testify what we know is true. And I, I know this is true. I've seen it operate. I've seen it operate in people's lives. And so I'm going to pray for things being lost from you. And that could be relationships. It could be unsaved kids. It could be opportunities, money, time. There's uh, intimacy, anything. But I'm going to pray for that now and, and declare it. And you can just sit there or stand or whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. But I'm just going to pray, uh, speak out some truths. And uh, this is God's testimony. It, he, he backs it. It's, it's a guarantee. God keeps telling me too easy. Uh, last night I dreamt of too easy. I wake up this morning, I pull up in front of the um, NAB ATM and it says too easy, too easy. You know, this it, it, is easy, it's, it's no effort. So it's, it's going to be good. So whatever you want to do, I'm just going to close my eyes and, and pray. And um, it, this is going to break some things. This is what God's intention. And it, it's, yeah, so glory to Jesus. Yeah, that's there already. Hmm. He's already started, so it's interrupt when Jesus was, was conceived heaven came to earth because the seed of God which carried the blood of God uh, met with Mary and heaven and earth became one inside Mary which was Jesus the word become flesh because word met with Mary and Jesus was born and he's the first of many brethren and when you give your life to Christ, when you're born again, the exact same thing happens to you. Heaven and earth become one, for if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is one spirit with the Lord. And you are born again from above. And that's the spirit that lives inside this earth suit. And right now, your spirit is in this earth suit, but it's also in heaven, in front of the throne, for joy peace, dancing, you can see angels, you can see the four creatures, you can see the Father, you come to the Father in the Son. And it's free, and there is no lack, and there is no poverty, and there is no sorrow, and there are no tears, and there is no thief, and there are no lies, and there's no miscommunication. And every difference between that who you truly are and your experience on earth is a theft and a robbery and we call it now. And we say, when the thief is caught, he must repay seven times. The seven times comes from his resources. And they clear over these people now, thief, you must restore seven times what was stolen. And we call it now and we take it in Christ. We go down in Christ and we take it from the enemy's camp and we take back those lost children and we take back those finances. We take back those relationships. We take back those opportunities. We take back those gifts. We take back that relation with their parents. We take back everything which was stolen from us. Opportunities and fruit and skills. Everything that was stolen, we take back now in the name of Jesus in Christ. What was bought for us at the cross
cross is ours. We appropriate it now. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testament and we take that now. We declare it. We've spoken it out. Angels go and do the bidding. The word has spoken. We testify of a thing. We declare it. We make it happen. And the light of the Lord will shine upon it. And we say the Lord God will restore everything the locusts have eaten. Everything. Have you seen that? Have you heard that? You will see it now. You will see it now. We declare it. And the angels will say, Go, you angels, and restore what was stolen. If it be an object, if it be a moment, if it be a word, if it be an opportunity, if it be a relationship, if it be a salvation. And this is the victory that is ours in Christ Jesus. Praise be to the Lord Christ Jesus. Praise be, praise be, praise be. So that's declared now. It's declared. It's set in the heavenlies. It is shifted. That's now permanently what the heavenlies look like. These things will now be received by you. They come to you. They come to you. And I, I say for all you lies and imaginations which have set yourselves up against knowledge of God, we tear you down. God is good. He has never left you as an orphan. He has never disappointed you. He is always with you. He is a loving Father. A loving Father. A loving Father. Rewire you synapses. Re- reboot you souls. And know. And know. And know the Lord is good. His love endures forever. His message is new every morning. And He sees us as Christ. We and Christ are one. Amen.